Welcome to Our Calcutta. I'm Kelly Burt. And I'm Amanda Livermore. We are two cradle Catholics who had major reversions to our faith in our adult lives. After encountering Christ in this real way, we began searching for ways to best serve and love Him. We soon discovered that our world around us, where our Father has placed us, is where we are called to serve. These are our experiences, and we hope that by joining us in Our Calcutta, you'll discover a little bit more about yours. Hey, and welcome back to Our Calcutta. Hey, Kelly. Hi, Amanda. We're so glad to have you all back for episode three. So I was reading some research that said that as adults, we make up to 35,000 decisions every day. And Kelly and I were talking about this and saying, you know, how can we talk about decisions and what God asks us to do in those decisions? So for this episode, we're saying, God, tell me what to do. We just want God's voice and help and direction. And in our own lives, a lot of times we are looking for direction from the Lord in our prayer and in guidance from others in asking what God wants us to do in the big and the small decisions. Yeah, this recently came up for me in a really very real way in the past couple months because I had to make a very big decision. I felt like God was asking me to maybe step away from, from my work, from my work in ministry and be in the home and be at home with my family a little bit more. And so I had to go through this this discernment process of, of making this decision. So we thought we would share with you a little bit about that and a little bit about our decision-making process and how we involve God. And hopefully this will help you and inspire you in help, helping walk with God and what His will is for your everyday life. But before we do that, let's say a quick prayer to open up and put us in the presence of the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, thank you for the gifts of this day. We thank you for the gift of calling us each to our own Calcutta, and for the friends that you've brought to join us on the journey. Lord, we ask you to lead us in this podcast, but also to open the hearts of all those who listen to receive what it is that you have for them today. In your heavenly name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Amanda. Yeah. So, yeah, as I mentioned recently, I, I, I kind of came up on this this uh, decision that I had to, to make. I was feeling like God was kind of tapping on my shoulder and just kind of asking me to maybe change things up a little bit in my own life, to change from working pretty much, I would say, part-time to, to full-time-ish to kind of go home and be back in the home. And so as I was dealing with this, it really made me think that there's so many decisions that we make in our lives. And oftentimes, there are two really good things. And Amanda will kind of go into that a little bit later. But, you know, we have these choices. We have these choices that, that we can make so we can go down this path or this path. And and both are, are really good things. But what is it that God wants us to do? And so I kind of haphazardly fumbled upon this <laughs> discernment process. I know a lot about discernment. I'm lucky that I've been formed very, very much in the discernment of spirits and in Ignatian spirituality from an awesome friend and priest, Father Benjamin Leonard, it's really taught me a lot about this. And so I have a lot of knowledge in that area, but for some reason when it hits home and there's something that you're deciding, you kind of forget these different skills and this knowledge that you have. But luckily, thanks be to God, he kind of reminded me amidst all of this, the discernment process and what that looks like. And so I was able to kind of, kind of really work to hear God's voice as I was making this decision. 
And so we share this with you and just kind of this is my own personal decision making process and discernment process. But we share this with you because we know that everyone out there that's listening, as Amanda said, you know, we're all making all of these decisions and they're not always huge ones. Sometimes they're they're a small decision that we're making. And so how do we do what God wants for us? And so we have a couple of things that we thought we would suggest and things that work for us. And we thought that maybe would help you. So with me, I think the first thing to do is just just to be listening to the voice of God in your life. So we're doing that by our prayer life, by our constant communion with Him. And I think sometimes when we get busy or when things get crazy, we stop listening and we stop listening to His voice. But just giving ourselves a chance to listen, to really hear the words that He's speaking to our heart. And so a lot of people will say, how do you hear the voice of God? I can't hear the voice of God. But there's a couple different things. You know, God speaks to us in our prayer directly to us, but He also speaks to us through other people and through circumstances and through the things that are happening around us. So it's really important that we kind of we listen with our heart. We listen with our ears. We pay attention to the things that are happening. So for me specifically, I really was trying to listen to the things that my family was saying, to the things that my husband was saying. And through the, the grace of the sacrament of marriage, I think so often our spouses can be that voice of the Holy Spirit for us, that voice of Jesus speaking to us. And and sometimes he allows that. And so just stopping and listening and hearing And so then taking all of those things that you're hearing and maybe that little small voice inside of us that we kind of hear speaking, which we know is God's voice and taking that to prayer and asking God what, what his will is for us. And for me with this decision, I was, I was really distraught in it, but I just brought that to the Lord and said, God, help me, guide me. And, and just kind of in this moment of real vulnerability, just asking him, please, please guide me to what you want me to do next. And then following that, just seeking some counsel from some very trusted spiritual advisors. So Amanda and I were talking about this. You know, we, we have to be careful with that because we don't want to seek advice from too many people because the voices around us can start to get very loud and they can kind of cloud that that voice of God. But there are some people, and I think we all know them, we have them in our lives that just really will speak truth to our hearts. That And then the next step thing is really just taking a step, taking a step in that direction once we've kind of made a decision, just walking that way and, and sort of even testing the waters, like sticking your foot in the in the pool to feel the water. And so I know that Amanda has a couple ideas on that, taking that step. So Amanda, what say you on that? <laughs> well, I have to say, first of all, I miss seeing Kelly around the office every day, but I'm so glad that we still have this chance to do this podcast. And of course, our friendships and our, our Calcutta together in our daily lives. But when, when Kelly came to me and was sharing even this discernment with me, the first thing that came to my mind is go where God is leading you. You know, as much as I see the gifts that she was bringing every day to our campus, more than that, I know that if God is calling her to be at home with her family during this season, this time in her life, that not only is he wanting Kelly's best and Kelly's good, but also he wants the best for us at Bishop Moore, for our students and, you know, for me. And so I can just be at peace with that and really respect what the Lord is calling of her and be supportive of that in our friendship. So I was so glad to be able to pray through that with her and encourage her to take that step. Like I said, Callie, we miss you. As a matter of fact, this morning we were talking about we miss her laugh around the office um, a lot. It's uh, it's a great sound. So we might record it and just play it now. And then. No, no, that's not weird. That's weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> so this morning, though, in preparation for this, I was actually listening to a YouTube video from Father Mike Schmitz, and he's awesome if you guys have 
never heard of him before. He's got tons of videos on YouTube, and they're all about eight minutes long, so um, perfect length for my attention span. (laughs) But one of the lines he said this morning was, disciples are decisive, that at some point we have to make decisions. You know, we can get to the point where we're thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. Kelly mentioned getting advice from others. We can second guess and third guess and fourth guess. And God gave us free will. He wants us to decide. So he gives us signs. He speaks to us in a variety of ways. He he gives us these movements in our heart to try to guide us to what will bring us closer to him. At some point, he wants us to decide. And that's a gift that he's given to us in our free will. So we can choose to take that step that's going to bring us closer to him. And he's never going to force us, but he does want us to continue to make those choices. So we first do that discernment process, as Kelly was talking about. And I love the word discern actually comes, its root word means to sift. So I don't know if you've ever been like on the beach playing with one of those toys where you scoop it, it's got all the holes in it, and you scoop the sand and you shake it and the sand falls through and eventually you can see the little treasures that are left. But that's really what discernment is. So Kelly in her prayer, as she was sharing this, this most recent discernment with us was doing that. She sifted all the sand and did that little bit of shaking. So maybe one of the shaking is asking advice from good counsel. And another bit of the shaking is really taking time in prayer to see what are the things that need to fall through those holes so that we can just be left with the voice of God and the treasures that he is leaving for us. And a lot of times, and in this particular case, for example, you're choosing between two goods, right? So this is not, we're not talking about moral decision-making here. Moral decision-making is very much there's something that is right and that is wrong. And in those kinds of decisions, God is always calling us to do what is right. So there really isn't a discernment there. But in these options of good versus good, where we're choosing one good or another, it's okay to be able to say, okay, I'm choosing this good. This is the season of life that I'm in right now. And Kelly's good in this moment was different than my good, right? So God is still calling me to stay at Bishop Moore and serve in that way. And he was calling Kelly to serve in her home. And both of those are good. I think that's a really important point that Amanda makes is that idea that what was what was good and what God is calling me to might not be what is good and what he's calling someone else to. And so I think comparison, sometimes, you know, you've heard the term comparison is the thief of joy, but comparison can be a big bomb in a, in, in a discernment <laughs> process as well, because what God is asking each of us individually is always going to be different. So if I looked to people around me and said, but so-and-so is doing this, but so-and-so is doing this, and they, they're doing everything fine or that it seems to be working out for them, it's going to kind of cloud my own discernment. And so I think that's so important not to make comparisons. God doesn't want us all to be the same. He hasn't created an army of of alike humans. He's created us each different and unique. And I think the thing that really sticks out to me about that is that just this idea of trusting God, of trusting that he knows the heart's of everyone around him. And he knows the hearts of my family. He knows the hearts of Amanda's family. He knows the hearts of the people at my work and on campus at Bishop Moore or or whatever it is. And so he knows as he's guiding us all, you know, different ways that, that we can serve him best. I also think with that being said, you know, God is always next to us. He's always with us. He's always walking with us. Amanda and I have talked many times about different students that we've had during our time at Bishop Moore who have come to us and said, what college do I go to? I don't know where God wants me to go. Should I go to college A or college B? And they sort of have this idea in mind that God is only at either college A or college B. (laughs) And so, and we try to, to lovingly help them 
understand that God isn't only at college A, that he's wherever you are. So he's He's not a God that sort of sets us up for a trick, you know, which one is my, is my will? You know, it's not a card trick where it's like, where is my will and find it and only there I will be with you. But he's in with us at all times. So our job as followers of his is to just do the best that we can to make the decisions that we think that he's leading us to. And then just having peace and knowing that whichever decision we make, he's right there in the midst of that decision. He's right there walking next to us. So I found as I was kind of doing research for today's topic, I found this quote from Mother Teresa. And of course, I was so excited because she is the patron saint of our podcast. And she says, sometimes we think that we don't hear God's voice. Not because he isn't speaking, but because we have the volume of the world way too loud. And so I think that's kind of our final point in in speaking about discernment is just this idea that we have to kind of sit in quiet. We have to find a place of peace. We have to find moments and times where the volume of the world is kind of shut out and we can hear his voice. And so that's going to be the one that ultimately leads us to where we need to be. And so as we're kind of doing that, we thought we'd maybe touch a little bit on what does that voice of God sound like? How do we how do we know when he's speaking to us? So we've gotten ourselves in silence. We've gotten ourselves listening. We're praying. We're hearing what other people have to say. We're taking a step. But what does God's voice sound like? And so I thought maybe Amanda could share a little bit about what that may or may not sound like in our hearts. Yeah, one of the things that the students have uh, said to Kelly and I a lot is, you say when you're talking to us, you like Kelly and I will use phrases like, well, you know, God spoke in my heart and said this and that. And the students will say, well, he's never spoken to me. (laughs) You know, what does it sound like? And so then I have to reassure them, oh, I've never, I've also never heard an audible voice. Now, some people, some saints and, um, you know, some people have that gift that's given to them where they get to hear an audible voice. Uh, That has not been my story yet. And I think, you know, because the Lord knows how to best reach each of us. But I have, I have thought if he would just send me a text message in this particular case. (laughs) Stay tuned. We will let you know if that (laughs) happens to us. Just let me know, Lord. That would certainly make things a lot easier. Um, But he's in relationship with us. So he's constantly talking to us. And but in a way, like I said earlier, that's not dictating to us what we should be doing, but really in conversation and relationship. And so for me, at least I can say what that voice sounds like. Kelly used the word peace. And that's definitely one way that God really speaks in my own heart. So peace, but also in the times then where I have kind of a disruption in my heart. So if I'm thinking about an idea or a direction and it feels wrong, like in my gut, I just feel that sick to my stomach or an increase in anxiety or just really feeling like, I don't know, kind of an impending sense of doom. That's a good, um, those are- You're going the wrong way. Right, those are all good signs (laughs) to revisit the decision-making process, to turn around and think again, but in the peace. And I wanna reiterate that peace and happiness are not the same thing. I think sometimes we make a decision about what we think is gonna make us happy in a moment or what's going to make the people around us happy. I think I've said this before, but I'm very much a people pleaser. So it used to be that I would make decisions because I wanted to make other people around me happy. And, you know, that led to some pretty bad decisions along the way, especially in the teenage years. And so we can't be making decisions about what will make other people happy or what will make us happy. Um, But instead, that feeling of peace, that feeling of I am where I'm supposed to be, 
even if that's the decision that causes more struggle, like a job change or moving. I mean, sometimes, you know, the Lord invites us and our families to move to a different state or to change, you know, career paths, you know, in a big way. And we know that that could potentially hurt some of the people around us. We're definitely going to miss people. It's going to be hard. There will be struggles. Um, But if we have peace, then we can go boldly. So Kelly talked about taking that step. We can boldly take that step to go in the direction that God is calling us and we can say yes. And his voice is never shaming. And this is important. It's not... I need to make this change because I'm no good at this or because I, I'm not a good person or I'm a, you know, whatever. God's voice is never beating us down. He doesn't break us down. He always encourages. He always builds us up. Um, so long as we are desiring a relationship with him, he continues to, to love us in that way and to encourage us. So it's important to recognize that because the voices of the world, as Kelly talked about, they can get so loud. And sometimes those voices are saying, you need to make a change in your lifestyle because you're you're so, you know, unattractive or you're so, you know, and God might say instead his voice might sound like I want more for you in your life. I'm calling you to a healthier lifestyle or I'm calling you. So you see the difference. It's not it's not a voice that's shaming us or breaking us down, but one really that's calling us to more. And so I Every day when I'm praying and I start my day and I end my day asking the Lord to show me where is his peace um, and where the places are that he spoke to me in that day and probably in our little resources that we're going to end with. I guess I'll, I wasn't planning to suggest this one, but I think it's what he wants me to suggest. So I suggest to you all the examine prayer, which is such a simple prayer when you end your day to reflect back and ask God, where was your voice today? Where did you reach out to me? Where did you call for me? And I didn't listen. And where did you call for me? And I did. And I use my phone. I pull out my calendar. And that helps me because sometimes by the end of the day, I don't even remember what happened in the morning. <laughs> At 9 a.m., I have no idea <laughs> no where idea. I was. <laughs> so much has happened since then. So I'll pull my calendar out or I'll even go through, you know, my texts from the day, that sort of thing. Pray for people, you know, that have reached out to me during the day. But also asking God, where was your voice today? And what are, what are you calling me to next? What about you, Kelly? What are some things that help you in this process? Well, I think the examine prayer is such a good, it's so funny that you mentioned that because the whole time we were talking, I kept thinking of the examine prayer. So I do think that the Holy Spirit wants us to share that with you. And I think, um, so if you just even Google the examine prayer, the Catholic examine prayer, there's sort of a, well, there is a formula for it. And so I love something with a formula. Tell me exactly (laughs) what to do and I can do it. But really it can be even simple. It doesn't have to be this exact formula. So you can do it for yourself and also with your family, just kind of asking, you know, we, um, my family used to do this highs and lows at the dinner table mm-hmm. where we talk about the high moments of our day and the low moments of our day. And it, within that, you can kind of even incorporate where was God in, in that day or where did you see God or where did you feel the presence of God? And just sort of starting those wheels turning with the, the kids and even with yourself about where he showed up for us in that day and maybe where there were some negative movements of our hearts, some places during the day where th- something didn't feel right, or maybe you snapped at a spouse or, or a child or something like that because of something that happened before. So what was that movement? What was that thing that happened that kind of caused you to be a little bit short in that moment? And then praying through those and offering them to the Lord. So just doing that, living that examined life is such a way that we can listen and hear the voice of God in our lives. So there's books. There's a book by, by t- 
uh, Father Timothy Gallagher um, called the Examined Prayer. It was something that was started by St. Ignatius. So if you if you look that up, and we'll put some resources on our Instagram page. So jump over to Instagram and make sure you're following us. We'll put all these resources there. The other thing I was going to mention is during this discernment process, I knew, again with Father Timothy Gallagher, we highly recommend him. Yes. He's kind of a quiet, quiet voice in Catholic media, but but such a strong one. And he has a podcast and it's called the Discerning Hearts podcast. Mm -hmm. And there's an app. It's an app. You actually download the app, Discerning Hearts app. And there's different, there's Discerning the Will of God podcast. There's Discerning Spirits podcast. And so I listened to Discerning the Will of God and it just really spoke truth to my heart. So sometimes when we're in this discernment process and I'm talking about seeking counsel and advice, sometimes something like that, a good book, a good podcast, there are so many resources out there. So I really recommend that. So we'll put that on our Instagram page. Check us out. We will have all of those resources for you there. So with all of that, thanks, Amanda. Thanks for sharing your knowledge of this process and what the voice of God sounds like in our lives. It's so wonderful as we're discerning to be surrounded by people who understand that and who appreciate that God is calling us all to these different things. And really, in the end, that's what blesses us is when we're all following the will of God. He's going to bless all, all that are around us. So thank you so much for listening today. We're so glad to be with you on episode three. We can't wait to see you for episode four. Join us again in this wonderful Calcutta of ours. So with that, we ask St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta, pray for us. us.